This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello, welcome to Big Fish Small Pod. I'm Andrew Werdahl. Today is May 11th. Really, there is something I want to address. So I'll try to be brief and keep it within the scope of a podcast that I could even conceivably present for you at this hour of the day and of the season, so to speak. Um, I had like a thought that I really wanted to dismiss earlier today. And I mean, I think I think I've pretty well worked through it. The thought was that maybe I want to win less than any other Marlins fan. And yeah, you know, coming off like a like a one and nine stretch where I feel like I watched a great week or so of baseball for Miami. It's I don't know, a little bit like healing just to, to stay in that feeling where I, where I know I watched good baseball. And that does like like track a bit, like fan graphs, they do a power ranking, they've lauded the Miami Marlins into their like solid contender bucket for a few weeks now, based on like a very like analytical approach to baseball. And I know that I've certainly like let myself be deluded before by the Marlins. Like I remember when Josh Johnson and Annabelle Sanchez were like slated to come off the IL after recovering from like surgeries and the narrative for them like I think like 2008 was that these players were to be the trade deadline acquisitions for a Marlins team that was performing well despite their like league lowest payroll like for reference the movie Moneyball about the low spending Oakland Athletics like, both the Oakland Athletics and the movie Moneyball had a bigger budget than Miami did for talent in 2008. And I'd certainly, like, where I was deluded was that I bought into the line of the upgrade. Um, that, like, Josh Johnson, Annabelle Sanchez, they'd come back to the team and they would be the upgrade. Um, totally, I didn't take into account how difficult it would be for them to come back from like such injuries like both Annabelle and Johnson struggled with like length to their starts just as an example I mean there wasn't anything like wrong with their performance like they deserved to be at the major league level and they were productive additions to the roster but it wasn't that like flip a switch and the team is better type upgrade that I was really like thinking at the time by comparison like the Marlins were in talks with the Boston Red Sox to get like Manny Ramirez to their team and that would have been like that like real kind of like lock it in sort of upgrade that like really like veteran player been all around the league 
really established in their like high level of performance and in their consistency of it. And this Marlins team isn't quite full of any players that are really truly like that much of like a like a minted name. Like there's not a player on the roster that I'd be like, oh they're a lock for the Hall of Fame. What we're watching is this development of like these players, these the team itself, like there's been a real like organizational shift in the structure. And as like much as it's one thing to like say like the Marlins aren't like in quote win now mode, they're more in that like build a dynasty mode where you do need to have these underlying pieces of infrastructure to like stay in contention year in and year out. You have to have like a baseline level of performance. So like, I mean, you have a couple of like outfielders kind of installed as that right now. Think like your Abby Garcia, Jorge Soler, like that's a baseline level of production from your outfield. And you have that around the infield with some like club controlled players right now. Um, and you have your like catcher locked and you have like your lineup pretty well set all around. I think this is the best I've seen the Marlins play, at least since like, really I became a fan, like 2003 World Series, like none. Notwithstanding, we're talking like 2006, 2007. I, I think this is the best Marlins baseball we've seen since then. And I think that's been obvious this past week even. The players have been like pretty there at the plate. Like Jorge Soler has been taking his swings. Like Jazz has been taking his swings. Still some like, you know, like There is an element of like play to it. You do have to try and fail and like ex experiment at the plate to try to really figure out major league pitchers at their best. So it, I mean, there are going to be struggles to any like young player in major league baseball with that. So we're seeing a bit of that like all through the roster, but we're also seeing this really like adept ability to like make good swings with consistency and withholding that type of like force at the plate all nine innings with like a toughness behind like those are all like great traits for a sort of like sustained success and as much as like this has been a one in nine stretch and you don't want that it sort of feels like, well, next year, just like reapproaching the Diamondback, you can almost maybe pencil in maybe f five more wins if you really feel like that's an opponent you can really like lock down going into a future season, knowing pretty well what they're gonna do to you. And certainly at this point, you try not to make it six losses to the Diamondbacks in like a week and a half. But it's not about 
that so much as it is the Marlins have been like still locked in the last week, two weeks, despite the losses you can see, the effort, and that's what will continue to pull this team through the rest of the season and beyond it. So, yeah, the Marlins will be back at it today, even. At 3.40 Eastern Standard Time, they'll be taking on the Diamondbacks again in Phoenix, Sandy, takes on the desert and for this, the podcast I've been Andrew Werdahl thank you for listening and I hope you sleep well tonight